Welcome to Fierce Podcast. This is April 2015 episode, and our episode is entitled Biblical Understanding. I'm excited. The sun is finally starting to come out. We got more daylight now. A lot of good things in store in this warm season. Don't go away. We'll be right back. We're listening to Fierce Podcast. So our key verse today is 1 Timothy 4.13, and it says, Until I get there, focus on reading the scriptures to the church, encouraging the believers and teaching them. And, you know, I want to talk a little bit about what that means. Um, And we're going to focus on that today about biblical understanding and what that really looks like. And, you know, if I asked you, is reading important? Most people would tell me, absolutely, Pierre. You have to uh, read to get a full understanding of the information uh, that's going to help better you and whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. If you're trying to learn how to write code, for example, you got to read about it. You can't just grab a computer and uh, start hacking away at it on the keys and thinking that you're going to accomplish the goal. Um, You're not. You have to learn the process of writing code. If you want to learn how to build a boat, you got to learn how to build a boat. You got to know what kind of wood to use. You got to learn, you know, what the theory is behind boating to get a full grasp and full understanding. So most people would tell you that reading is definitely fundamental and it makes a huge difference. And so I would pose the question to most people, then what is the difference in studying the word of God? I mean, after all, this is more important than anything else because this not only deals with your natural man, but this also deals with your spirit man. And so the value in getting a complete and full understanding of the word of God is crucial to our being as believers in Christ Jesus and it's also crucial to our relationship with our Lord and Savior. After all, we want to know who he is and who we are in him. Well, I got my man God child, so pump your brakes and check the word out for the day. It's your boy God child, the moon's the All right, let's go. It's your boy, God Child, the movement with today's word. Lean not to your own understanding, but acknowledge God in all your ways and he will direct your path. Begin to see things the way God sees them. Begin to speak his word over your life in every area. But in order to do that, you must first remove your eyes of flesh and renew your doubtful mindset. You must starve those things that are contrary to the word of God and uproot everything that does not produce love. With every action, act in faith and move forward in confidence, knowing that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And this has been today's word with your boy, God Child the Movement. Today's message, today's message is biblical understanding. You should have your notes in front of you in a pen. You want to follow along with me as always. Biblical understanding. All right, so that's today's message. We're going to look at all this month, 
biblical understanding and the value of it. So your key verse, your key verse is 1 Timothy 4.13. 1 Timothy 4.13 is your key verse. 4.13 says, until I get there, until I get there, focus on reading the scriptures to the church, encouraging the believers and teaching them. Let me read that again. Until I get there, focus on reading the scriptures to the church, encouraging the believers and teaching them. And I got a question for you. Why is it that the world takes the principles, the world takes biblical principles and apply those principles to their lives every single day? Why do they do it, but we don't do it? The Bible talks about giving. Christians, we like give. I ain't got no money to give. The people in the world, man, they give, man, like it's no tomorrow. I mean, they just do. They give to make a difference in the world. They give to make a difference in the world. So they're taking biblical principles and they're applying it. And you know what happens? When they apply those principles, they multiply their own seed that they plant. They give a million, they get 20 million back. They understand the principles and they apply them. Paul, the great apostle who wrote most of the New Testament, tells Timothy an important statement here in 1 Timothy 4.13. And he points out four things that I want us to look at today. The four things he points out are fundamental in our faith in Christ and in our Christian walk with God. The power will allow you to be able to see the course that God has plotted out for you. The devil also understands that in order to trip you up, he has to know the playbook. In this case, as a Christian, that would be the Bible. So even the devil reads the word of God. Well, Pete, come on, for real? How you figure that out, man? I'm going to show you in just a second. I'm going to show you how he reads the Word of God. Any athletes in here? Football players particularly. Football players, great. So let me ask you something. Football players, I don't know if you guys do it at high school level because I ain't never played football. I used to play basketball. But let me ask you guys. Did you guys ever watch play tapes of the other teams? Yeah. So you're watching their playbook, really, aren't you? You're watching what they're doing, aren't you? So that you know how to attack their positioning and be able to win, to be able to be successful in this fight, right? Even the devil knows the Christian playbook. Even he knows it. Look at Proverbs 18.21. Proverbs 18.21, I don't know if I have it on screen or not. Did I put that on screen? Great. Proverbs 18.21 says, the tongue, the tongue has the power of life and death. And those who love to talk will have to eat their own words. The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love to talk will have to eat their own words. So God spoke. So God spoke it, and we apply it, period. God spoke it, and we apply it to our lives. Let me read 1821 again. The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love to talk will have to eat their own words. When you talk incorrectly because you don't know the word of God, you got to eat your own words. You got to eat your own words. How many of you guys in here read your Bible daily? You do? Tell me what your favorite verse is. Go. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Great. You need to be studying the word of God regularly. You need to be dissecting the word of God regularly. If you're not dissecting the word of God regularly and applying the word of God to your life regularly, that you know what? You know what you're doing? You're basically planning to fail. You're planning to fail. You can say all day, well, you can say it, but no, nah, listen, I'm going to tell you what I know for a fact. Go ahead, Niles. 
Excellent. I love it. I love it. Listen, as a young person, you've got to start reading the Word of God. And you know what? You've got to start finding out what applies to your life right where you're at. Everything in the Bible is not going to necessarily apply to you right now, but you got to find some stuff that is going to apply to you right now. And we're going to talk about that today to help you guys get there, okay? You know, one of the things I try to get people to understand, especially when I'm dealing with young people, is that the Bible is full of life application through and through. And you may not be able to grab a hold of all of that for every situation, um, even though a bulk of it will pertain to the situations that you face on a day-to-day basis. You know, Proverbs 18.21 says, The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love to talk will have to eat their own words. So God spoke it, and we apply it to our lives. This will give you the victory you need when you apply God's word to your life. I think that's imperative because when we look at what Christ did after he went and fasted for 40 days, it sets the standard for what we need to be doing as believers, reading and studying the word of God to grab it, to get a hold of it, to be able to speak life into our lives and into our loved ones' lives and into those that are around us, not speak death. But as believers, we know the Bible is truth, so therefore we have to hold fast to it. I want you guys to check the song out. It's the latest song off my latest album coming out here very shortly. Three nails, three crosses, three days, one savior. And this song is entitled, Love's Not Cold, and it speaks truth. Check this out.
simple way, yes. simple way yeah learn clothe the poor in the mire clay love told the one missing no more turn away hey With some fish of the sea take it and apply it to our lives. This will give you the victory you need when you apply God's word to your life. Now, I told you that even the devil knows our playbook. Even Satan knows our playbook. Look at what Christ did after he fasted for 40 days. Look at what he did. The verse should be on the screen, Matthew 4, 3 through 7. Matthew 4, 3 through 7 says, follow along. During that time, the devil came and said to him, he was talking to Christ after Christ had fasted for 40 days and he was starving, said to him, if you are the son of God, 
tell these stones to become loaves of bread. But Jesus told him, no, the scriptures say people do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. So here's, here's the devil. The devil is trying to trick Jesus. He's trying to trick him because he reads the Bible too. He knows the word of God too. And so he just throws something out there at first just to kind of test the waters with Jesus. And Jesus tells him, no, 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 no. Scripture says that people do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city, Jerusalem, to the highest point of the temple and said, if you are the son of God, jump off. Now listen to this. This is good. I love what Satan says here to show you how tricky he is. For the scriptures say, he, referring to God, will order his angels to protect you and they will hold you up in their hands so you, so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. Jesus responded, the scriptures also say, you must not test the Lord your God. Why is it that when we don't read the, the word of God, we take stuff out of context? Why is that? Because it sounds so what? It sounds so real. It sounds so good. And the one thing we've got to learn about God, God is not into the pride of life. He's, look at your neighbor and say, God is not into the pride of life. Look at your neighbor and say it. Say it. Say it to your neighbor. God is not into the pride of life. He's not into the pride of life. And let me tell you what the pride of life is. The pride of life is when, when the devil said, because you got a picture with me now. You got a picture of Satan with me now. Can you see him just sitting next to Jesus? Dude, you're, 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 you're the son of God. Come on, man. Dog, you, I mean, you're the son of God, man. Look, you can do whatever you want to do. Bruh, jump off this joint to prove how great you are for everybody to see. For everybody to see how awesome you really are, man, that you that deal. That's the pride of life talking. That's the pride of life talking. That's the pride of life. And you know what happens so many times to believers? We get caught up in the pride of life. We get caught up in the pride of life. We get caught up because we don't stay the word of God. Because we don't stay the word of God. And we get caught up in that. And we allow the devil to trick us. See, the devil is crafty. The devil is very trickery. He knows the word of God, guys. He knows your playbook. All you athletes, we talked about the videotapes. I know basketball players, they, they do the same thing. We just do it differently, you know. And the process is still the same, though. Man, if you don't know the playbook and you're going to play this team, man, that's been smashing people, man, you in trouble, right? You're going to lose, right? So why would you not study the playbook? Why would you not study your own playbook correctly? Why would you not do it? You're going to lose. Anybody here like losing? Who all like losing? Raise your hands if you like losing. Oh, I just love to lose. Yay. Don't nobody like losing. So why would you want to lose in your walk with Christ? Why would you want to lose in your walk with Christ? If you don't stay the playbook, you're going to lose. You're going to get smashed. You're not going to come out on top. Let's go over these points real quick. We're going to go through these principles real quick, and these principles are going to help you begin to apply the value and the importance of what reading does, particularly reading the Word of God, what it does in your life. First point, first principle, God wants us to have a guide in our lives that will help us to get to where he is trying to take us. God wants us to have a guide in our lives 
that will help us to get to where he is trying to take us while we are on earth and preparing us for the next part after this life. So when you're reading the word of God, you got to understand when you're reading the word of God, you're reading it because God gave you that so you could have a guide for your life to where he's trying to take you, to where he's trying to take you. And not only where he's trying to take you in this life, but after this life. See, if all we have is the hope of this life, it's going to be hard for a lot of us because a lot of us like, well, dang, man, this is all I got, man. What comes after this, man? What comes after this? Well, that's the beauty of the Bible. The Bible tells you what comes after this. It makes it clear what comes after this. It explains it thoroughly what comes after this. And when you take it and you apply those principles to your life, you find success in this life, and it leads you on to the next point after this life. Principle number two, this guide, this guide, the Bible, this guide we have is the Bible, and it will steer us correctly. It will steer us correctly that even a child can understand it. Listen, the Bible is not written in such a way that it's too difficult to understand. And there's a reason why that is. There's a reason why that is. When I was in Bible college, my professors used to tell us all the time, you guys want to be great preachers and teachers? Keep it simple. Keep it simple. So when I was learning Greek and Hebrew and all that, when I was learning all that stuff, I don't go there with y'all, do I? Y'all going to be like, what is he talking about? Y'all going to be like, what is he talking about, man? This is why Pastor put together Regeneration. This is why he called me when I was in North Carolina and said, son, we're thinking about doing a, a, a new youth ministry with a new model, and God laid you on my heart. Would you be willing to come back? He said, I want to make sure our kids get it. This is why when Christ used to talk to people, he said, I talk simple. I talk in a way that's not, that is mysterious, but it's not so mysterious that people can't digest it. Because Christ would talk to kids. Jesus would sit in a circle with kids. He would sit in a circle on the ground, Indian style, with kids. Look at what Psalms 119, 1 through 30 says. It says, the teachings of your word, the teachings of your word gives light. So even the simple can understand. The simple referring to unsaved, but also children. Even the simple can understand. So that's point number two. Point number three. Point number three, if we just follow the plans of God, guys, that he has put in place, if we just follow the plans God has put in place, we will become more mature. Somebody tell me what mature is, and y'all better know it. Y'all better know this. Very good. Everybody give all a hand clap. Important word. Very important word for you guys to get. Write that word down. Striving for perfection. Maturing is striving for perfection. Listen. You know how you become mature, not just in spiritual, but even in life in general? You strive for perfection. Does it mean they're perfect? No, it doesn't mean they're perfect, but it means they're striving. So if we just follow the plans God has put in place, we will become more mature. We will become more perfected in our walk with God through his word, through his word. You'll become more mature through his word. You'll become more perfected through his word. But you got to read his word to become more mature in his word. If you don't read his word, how do you become more mature in his word? Psalms 119, 133 says, guide my steps by your word. 
I love what I love what the psalmist is saying here. Guide my steps by your word, so I will not be overcome by evil. Last point. Last point. It is designed, the Bible is designed to do three things, actually four, that Paul points out to Timothy. It is for reading in a corporate setting, all right? It is for reading in a corporate setting. Remember, he says to Timothy, he says, listen, read, read to the church. In a corporate setting, which is what we're doing right now, we're reading the Word of God in a corporate setting, all right? It is for encouraging the believers, all right? It is encouraging, it's for encouraging the believers, and it's for strengthening their faith, also for strengthening their faith, all right, and it is for teaching them truth. The word of God is for truth. Look at 2 Timothy 3, 14 through 17. It says, but you must remain faithful. So he's talking to all of us. But you must remain faithful to the things you have been taught. Listen, guys, we got to remain faithful to the things we've been taught. You know they are true, for you know you can trust those who taught you. You have been taught the Holy Scriptures from a childhood. Who in here grew up in church from, from being a kid? How many of y'all in here have grown up, name not even Christian tabletop, just church, period? Okay, so this he's talking to us. He's talking to us. You have been taught the Holy Scriptures from a childhood, and they have given you the wisdom to receive the salvation that comes by trusting in Christ Jesus. All Scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong. What's the next part say? What is wrong what? In your lives, in my life, in your neighbor's life, in your parents' life, in our lives. It's to show us and teach us what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good what? Every good work. So if you're not applying, if you're not applying the word of God to your life, how can you do every good work? Wow, and I will leave you with that question, church and fellow believer. How can we do every good work if we're not applying the Word of God to our lives when that is our navigation system for our lives? I've always loved the acronym uh, for Bible, basic information before leaving earth. So I think, you know, man, when I hear that and I reflect back on that message, man, we have got to get to grassroots of just studying the Word of God and getting into the Word of God and making it a part of who we are as believers and followers of Christ. I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. And uh, as always, man, like us on our Facebook page. We would love if you would just, you know, leave a comment. Parents, I always encourage you guys to bring, if you have a 13 to 18 year old, man, bring them to Regeneration over at Christian Tabernacle Church. Uh, The address is 26555 Franklin Road, and that's Southfield, Michigan. 48034, and I'm the youth minister over there, and I serve up under the great Dr. James L. Mormon and his wife, Loretta Mormon. And our service time starts at 10 a.m. and runs till about 11.45 uh, a.m. on Sunday mornings. And on Tuesday nights, we have our Bible study, which starts at 7 p.m. and ends at about 
uh, 838-45. God bless you, and I'll see you guys next month. Peace. Uh, move, move.